0: Ah, so welcome to our Sunday Bhagavatam class, Um, here we go, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya so today we are uh, beginning with one fifteen thirty six. Whoops, that's actually not true. <laughs> so, sorry. Actually, beginning with one fifteen thirty four. I was looking through there. Okay. So one fifteen thirty four. 1534 harad Tang tanung Kantakam. Dayam cha hmm. So this verse involves a very crucial philosophical point. So I'll explain this. So yaya means by which and it's referring to the Lord's body, pastime body. So uh, it's uh, referring in the in the second line the word tanum tan tanum anyway won't go into all the grammar. Yaya aharat So the body, that body by which the Lord Aharat removed buvovaram, the earth's burden. It's a very typical uh Bhagavatam statement, buho the burden of the earth. So that f- form. That form, tanum, by which the Lord removed the earth's burden, Aja, Krishna, the unborn one, and Vijahav. So uh so the Lord gave up that form, Vijahav. It's just the past tense of the verb viha, Vijahav. And we'll talk about this. Kantakam Kanta And this is a this is a, a sort of a standard example. As one removes a thorn with another thorn. Kantakam means a thorn. And so uh, you remove one thorn with another thorn. Kantakam kantakaneva. And uh, both. Dwayam, the two are equal to the Lord. So let's see how Prabhupada translates this. The supreme unborn, Lord Sri Krishna, the supreme unborn, that's the word aja, caused the members of the Yadu dynasty to relinquish their bodies and thus he relieved the burden of the world. This action was like picking out a thorn with a thorn, although both are the same to the controller. I'm going to read Prabhupada's purports. This is a really crucial philosophical point. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur suggests that the rishis like Shonika and others who were hearing Srimad Bhagavatam from Suta Goswami at Naimisharanya, were not happy to hear about the Yadus dying in the madness of intoxication. To give the sages relief from this mental agony, Suta Goswami assured them that the Lord caused the members of the Yadu dynasty to relinquish their bodies by which they had taken away the burden of the world. The Lord and his eternal associates appeared on earth to help the administrative demigods in eradicating the world's burden. The Lord therefore called for some of the confidential demigods to appear in the Yadu family and serve him in his great mission. After the mission was fulfilled, the demigods by the Lord's will relinquished their corporeal bodies by fighting amongst themselves in the madness of intoxication. The demigods are accustomed to drinking the soma rasa beverage, and therefore the drinking of wine and intoxication are not unknown to them. So uh, then Prabhupada tells a story in that regard. So, So, Prabhupada takes tang tanum, that body, that's what it means, that body, to refer to the... uh, cause the members of the Yadu dynasty to relinquish their bodies. So... uh, Anyway, uh, otherwise one could take it grammatically to mean the Lord relinquished his body. And... uh, which, which is the most literal sense of this. And then, of course, we know that Krishna has an eternal body, so what does this, this mean? Uh, and the fact that, I mean, Prabhupada's translation is not wrong. It's not wrong, but it's it's not the, the main... I mean, the proof is in the next verse. The next verse, uh, 35, says, Jyata Matsyadi Rupani, Uh, just as or like an actor, like a theatrical actor, uh, uh, the Lord accepts and gives up rupani forms, that's just the plural rupa, forms such as matsya, Matsya, etc. Matsya, the Lord fish. So clearly, the members of the Yadu dynasty don't appear as fish. And so, Krishna here speaking about Krishna, so Bhubhara, Kshapito, So, that body by which the earth's burden was destroyed, uh, the Lord then gave up that body. So, what does this mean? Uh, let's see if the next verse is relevant to this philosophical point. Well, the next verse says that uh, Yadamakunda Bhagavan Imang Mahing So when Lord Makunda gave up this earth or left this earth, Swatanva with his own body. Shavaniya Satkataha, the Lord, uh, the descriptions of whom are to be heard because they're spiritual. Uh tada. Then Ahareva on that very at that very moment or on that very day, uh pratibu the the song of Bhadrahitu Kaliran Bhavartata, on that very day. Uh, the cause of evil, or the cause of bad thing, inauspiciousness, Kali, Kali Yuga followed. So the Lord left and Kali came in on that same day. And Kali is Abhadrahetu. He's the cause of, uh, ill fortune for those who are Aprati Buddha Chaitasang. Who, Prabhupada says, <laughs> those whose minds are not sufficiently developed, so those whose consciousness is not awakened. Uh, so, for those people, um, Kali causes misfortune and he followed the Lord. The Lord left, he came. Now, what's interesting is uh, it said here that. Uh, Actually, let's go back to the previous verse. This this is a whole paragraph. This is a very, very critical uh, philosophical point. have to be carefully understood. So, So, having said the Lord gave up a certain body, When it said twice, actually, then it says, "But and yet, he gave up the earth, and with his own form, with his own form, uh, he he left this world." So, um, Krishna, here's I think we have to understand this this whole topic which is being discussed here. Because it says, for example, in text one fifteen thirty five Yata matsyadi rupani jaya like an actor, the Lord takes on and then gives up forms such as Matsya. When Krishna comes to this world, uh, he exhibits, he, he appears, of course, Krishna, he appears in his own form, and yet with that form, he manifests certain things that obviously he wouldn't do in the spiritual world. For example, he acts as a human being in the sense that he's a human prince, a Yadu prince. Or even sometimes, for example, in the Battle of Kurukshetra, it's described in the Bhagavatam that there was some blood coming from Krishna's body. I mean, obviously, Krishna doesn't have a material body with blood running through veins and all that. But he's playing the part. And that's what it said here, just like an actor. So for example, in a movie, when they're shooting a movie and they show an actor with blood on him or her, uh, that's not real blood. It's just, its I mean, think of all the makeup of all the all the things they do in movies. And that's what's really going on here because it said like an actor. And so either today or thousands of years ago, actors, they use different kinds of makeup and they dress in different ways. They uh, act, for example, Krishna acted when he came to this world as, as a member of an earthly dynasty. I mean, Krishna is God. He's not a member of any earthly dynasty. So that particular appearance, if you take the word rupa also to mean appearance, Krishna is appearing in a certain way. And just like an actor. So so we have to take that analogy of an actor very seriously here. The word rupa in the Sanskrit dictionary means any outward appearance or phenomenon, a form, a shape, a figure. So phenomenon, the word phenomenon means something that material senses can see. So Krishna takes, you know, manifests a phenomenal body in the sense that it can be Perceived externally, of course, Krishna is form in the spiritual world. People cannot see. So, also, uh, so that's the word um, rupa. It can also mean a likeness, an image, a reflection. So, all these things are rupa. So, when it says that the Lord, you know, gave up a rupa. It can also mean in Sanskrit he gave up a likeness of his eternal form or an image. So if you think of the word image, what the word, this is, you know, serious philosophy. That's why I want to go into it. Seriously, if you think of the word image. English it means a representation of the external form of a person or thing, a visible impression. So what, what Krishna gave up in that sense if we because the, we can translate the word Rupa as form, but it's it's more than that. We have to be careful we don't get caught up in, in English words which do translate the Sanskrit, but not with absolute precision. So on a very delicate philosophical point regarding Krishna's form, we do have to go to the Sanskrit to get a, the most precise understanding possible. So Krishna is not visible to ordinary people, but he made himself visible. And not only did he make himself visible, but he, like an actor, sometimes there would be blood, sometimes there would be sweat we talk you know we hear about krishna sweating on the battlefield you know which made him look very handsome of course on the battlefield of kurukshetra or manifesting a form where sometimes he appears to be attached to his family or this or that so krishna is a and, and over and over again the bhagavatam is telling us this is theater this is theater krishna is acting And so that theatrical costume, you could say, or that theatrical appearance is what Krishna gave up because the word rupa can mean appearance, the image. And so Krishna gave up an appearance. He didn't actually, you know, he doesn't give up his eternal body because that's Krishna. But he gave up a particular appearance in this world. Anyway, I think that's clear. I wanted to be precise about explaining this. So when, for example, text 115.35 says, jitha rupani when the Lord accepts, or the Lord, just as the Lord accepts, and, and then, uh, actually the word "jayat" is very interesting, anyway, the grammar, gives up uh, forms or appearances such as Fish such as the fish, so these are appearances the Lord takes on and then gives up. So, uh, and thirty six uh, I also translated. So verse thirty seven. So Eutychius text uh 150 37 tad parisarpanam Buddha purechara strais agrahita tatmani vivaviyal lobhan ritjima hingsanadya dharma chakram gamanaya paryadha so um parisarpanam the second yudhisthira tad sarpanam is a very interesting word, uh, which I want to uh, talk a little bit more about because uh, that's what I thought. Let's see. sarpanam um, he's literally like creeping about or crawling around and uh, and this word here is describing how Kali is like creeping around and infiltrating things, crawling around and kind of seeping into everything. So it's a very it's a very interesting uh use of words. Yudhishthira's tatparisarpanam Buddha. So was, was Buddha, he's intelligent. And he saw uh Kali. He saw Kali uh that or that creeping about of Kali Yuga infiltrating his kingdom pure in the city charastre in the kingdom so it's like sort of like town and country in the city in the country uh grihe in his home tata and similarly even in himself he could he could and not that Yudhisthira became a Kali Yuga person but he could feel the pressure he could feel the influence of Kali coming and below hundred to Jima Hing Sanadia Dharma Chakram. Uh, so observing this Adharma chakra, this circle of Adharma. So it's interesting because we can talk about a dharma chakra, sort of the perimeter. So you know, chakra meaning a circle also can mean a perimeter. So it's the so there's a dharma chakra, which means like within a certain perimeter, you are engaged in dharma. Within a certain, as long as you don't go beyond the boundaries. But here it's said adharma a dharma chakra, a perimeter of a dharma, of irreligion. So Yudhisthira observed this consisting of loba, greed, unrita lying, jīma, just being deceitful, cheating, hīngsana, uh, violence, like harming in you know people unnecessarily, and etc. So this was the adhārmā chakra. This was the perimeter. This was the cycle, Prabhupāda says, a vicious circle or a vicious cycle of adhārmā. So he noticed this, Creeping all around his kingdom—it's a very uh, vivid word. Party party means around, and Sarpana means crawling or creeping. So party Sarpana, So he noticed this—all these bad qualities. He noticed them creeping all around his kingdom, in this, in the capital, in the city, out in the countryside, and uh, in his in his own home, and in himself. And so, therefore, Pariyadat, he determined or prepared himself uh, to leave. Gamanaya means to leave. And so, Pariyadhat, um Prabhupada translates it as dressed himself. So, because pari means again around and da means placing, so kind of like putting everything on. So, he said he just prepared himself, dressed himself uh, to leave because he realized it's time to go. That you know, I participate with Krishna, Dwapra Yuga, Dwapra Yuga is now has now ended, really. So, Yudhisthira who lived his whole life at the end of Dvapra Yuga, but now uh, he's actually in the Kali Yuga. So is looking around and thinking, I am out of here, I'm gone. You know, because he realizes that the Yuga has changed and he's not supposed to be there. So immediately he prepares to leave. So we'll stop there for today. I think these are very interesting verses. And uh, getting toward the end of this chapter, hope next Sunday we'll begin with 38 So now I will check to see if there are any questions. Um, let's see. <laughs> Oh, I was just informed that there are no questions. Okay, that's all right. You don't have to ask questions. Um, okay, so we have no questions today. So, oh, here's something from Jamuna Pavani. Why does it say to give up his form if the pastimes of the Lord are performed over and over? And also there is, or there there are worlds where the Lord eternally resides in those forms. Um, Krishna gave up, we can also understand that Krishna gave up the form on this planet because as we know, Krishna's pastimes rotate so Krishna gave up that form in this world. And of course, that same form appears in another world. So as far as there are worlds where the Lord eternally resides in those forms, uh, that's interesting, we have to look that up. And the Chaitanya Charitamrita would be the book that talks about that. Whether actually Krishna, there's like a Matsyaloka, a planet where Krishna eternally is a fish. Or is it a pastime form for this world? Okay, I don't see any other questions. So, uh, Gaurapurnima is coming up soon. And I hope everyone is doing well. Hare Krishna.